So I'm just back from a funeral. I didn't dress like this though. That's what that's my first problem with funerals. My my problem with funerals is that you need to dress a certain way. My mum's got this big thing called oh, I need to unzip this. I bought this the other day. It's a it's known as a as a gelée. I never knew that's what it was called. But um what I was thinking was when when I'm painting, I would quite like my body to be um Sorry, that's me just dropping my keys and all that. That's how, literally, I've came in for this funeral and been like, I need to do a podcast. I need to do one of these things because Easter's coming up. Easter's coming up and that's two weeks where I don't think I'm going to get to do it. So I need to get some nest. I need to get a bit of a, a nest egg going so I can eat my way through it during the Easter holidays. I bought this off um, off eBay. I've been buying loads of shit off eBay. Like I've been, I, I, I tend to go through wee phases of the eBay thing, and now's one of them, where I'm just like, I'm going to buy hundreds of shit off eBay, um, but I got this thing, right, and, because I, I, I wanted to keep my arms free for painting, and my body warm, so I, so I bought, I bought it, um, but when it came, like, I, I've been out on that bike constantly, like, my arse is never off that bike, my arse has been gouping, has been gouping because of that bike, which again, gouping, Scottish for sore, it's been, but apparently, the more you ride your bike, the easier it gets on your ass, right? But I was asking my friend about this. I was like, what the fuck is going on with Like, why is it so sore? And he was like, don't worry about it. It'll get it'll get easier. And I'm like, I'm not going to get a callus, am I? Because see, when you start playing guitar, your fingers hurt. Your fingers hurt when you start playing guitar until you grow a callus and you get hardened skin. I was like, I'm not going to get a hard ass, am I? Like, I'm not going to get, because it's right in the middle. Like, it's the softest part of your ass that's getting sore. And I'm like, I'm not going to get hard skin in my ass. I'm not going to get one of those stones. Not the stones you get for your feet. I've never used one. But I remember my mum had one. I remember my mum had one. I was like, why have you got that fucking stone? I, when I was wee, I was like, why have you got... What's that stone all about? And I, I didn't know what it is. So I've not got one of them. But apparently it doesn't. You don't get a callus in your ass. Anyway, I was at a funeral. And I never wore my Gillette. I never wore my Gillette to the funeral, which is my first fucking problem with funerals, right? Because you, I don't own funeral stuff. Do you know what I mean? And all my trousers, like proper dress trousers, and I've got I've got one set of dress trousers, and then I've got one black shirt, and they go in the drawer where I keep all my painting stuff, right at the bottom in a heap. So whenever I've got a funeral, I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm going to need iron, man. So I had to iron a shirt and a pair of trousers today, which as much as, like, it might, this might shock some of you. You might be shocked about the fact, but I iron quite a lot. Not my own stuff. I couldn't give a fuck about my own stuff. I don't, I don't see the point in ironing my own things. It's a bit like my socks. I don't pair my socks together. I just pick socks and I put them on. Some people have made comments about that, like, oh, you wear nod socks today? I was like, the day I turn up with matching socks, there's something fucking wrong. I'm wearing matching socks today, actually, so there must be something wrong. But the reason I'm wearing matching socks is because I just bought a load of them off eBay. Because <laughs> I was like, fuck it, I'll just buy socks. And then, because you never buy yourself socks. That's a Christmas thing. Socks and underwear is a Christmas thing. It's never a fucking... I'm never going to want to spend... Well, I did, I suppose, but I don't want to spend my own money. And How fucking boring. How boring a thing I'm going to buy socks. Anyway, I ironing, right? I iron the, the, the younglings' uniforms, right? I, me, and, me and my good lady wife are 50-50. 
we go 50-50 as much as possible on everything. There might be times where she does more and there might be times that I do more. It just depends on what's happening outside of the family unit that week. I'm a big believer that you should do 50-50. I'm not a big fan of this old-fashioned, I've got a cock so I get to do what I want kind of thing. It just feels a bit stupid. It feels a bit daft because, like, there's some of the old stuff. Like, I don't think you get to look back and just pick what you want that suits you. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think you, you kind of need to look forward and go, that's a lot of shite. Like, I don't go out and hunt. There's none of that pish anymore. Do you know what I mean? We don't live in a cave. It's not like the fucking Flintstones. It, do you know what I mean? So, like, that's what I'm saying. We do 50-50. So, I iron. A lot of times, I'll iron the, the kids' clothes. And, I, and I'll do that, right? So I've got better at ironing. I used to fuck... I was fucking terrible at ironing. But I ironed a shirt and a pair of trousers today to go to this to go to go the funeral. But the fun funerals are like... I'm going to struggle to get anything funny out of funerals, I think. And yeah, I probably will get some funny stuff out of funerals because I've been, to I've been to a few. I've been to a few funerals. In fact, one of the... The first time that I realised that I was no longer a Catholic... Well, I wouldn't say, I had an inkling that I wasn't Catholic, like I didn't follow the Catholicism thing and all that kind of stuff, do you know what I mean? Was when my Auntie Jean died. My Auntie Jean, right, fucking loved my Auntie Jean. My Auntie Jean, so my Auntie Jean and my Uncle Gowney, my Uncle John McGowan, were two of the fucking funniest people I've ever met in my life. They were, do you know what I mean? They were hilarious, right? I, in fact, there's a, there's a joke that my Uncle John McGowan told me that I can't tell you here because it's part of a stand-up routine I'm working on. Because I'm still fucking working in that, right? So see, so that the funeral I was at there was for one of my uncles. So that's my grandest side of the family all gone. They're not here anymore. So now I get to make up fucking stories about them because nobody can tell me. Nobody can say... <laughs> I'm taking offence to that. I was like, because they're all dead. So now I've got, I've got like these kind of four or five stories that I'm kind of weaving into one big fucking, big lie. A big fucking lie that I'm going to do as part of my stand-up routine. So I can't tell you that story, right? But when my Auntie Jean died, when my, when my Auntie Jean died, I feel like I'm talking really fast. I've just became really aware that I feel like I've talked really fast. Do you know what I think it is? I think it's because for an hour I never got to say anything. For a full hour, I never got to say anything, and it was the funeral was for was for, for one of my uncles, and they get so you know how the peop the people that do the talking, like because Catholic funerals are fucking mad as they are, right? But now you get these one the other ones, but it's not really Catholic, but they still talk about God quite a lot, and then there's the all the time they talk about God fucking constantly, but the guy that done the talking was one of these people who has the voice where they're talking away. And they're saying, so they start the sentence and they go up and they continue to go up and they go right up to the top till they get to the very top of the sentence. And then they start going back down the way and just before they say their last word, they take a pause. And, and I was, I'm fucking looking out the windows looking, there was two buzzards. That's what I was looking at. I was looking at two buzzards that were floating. I, they must have been in one of those things you get. Know how the, it's not quite a tornado, it's not a tornado. It's not a tornado, obviously it's not a fucking tornado, but like, uh, what do you call that? It's like with the hot air and the cold air meet and they make like a vertex, vert vortex kind of thing and they were just kind of circling round, just riding this wind and I was kind of looking at that and going, that's nice. That's nice. And, and while they were telling the stories, some of the stories they said about my uncle were brilliant, right? I, 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 can't, I, I can't tell you them. I can't tell you those stories because I need to make sure I'm all right to tell those stories. But... Um, the guy had one of those voices, so I think because I haven't said it in for an hour, I'm like, oh, no, fucking, fucking, there was fucking four of them. I feel like I'm going really, really fast. Which, and I've totally, oh, my Auntie Jean, right, I was talking about my Auntie Jean, and my Auntie Jean, eh, when she dived, when she snuffed it, 
when she she left this morph, mortal coil, the snuff that thing I quite like. My grand, I used to say that quite a, quite a lot when I snuff it. When I snuff it, right? You can have that when I snuff it. <laughs> so, when my auntie Jean died, I had tickets to go see Motorhead that night. No fucking word of a lie. I had tickets to go see Motorhead that night. And I, I was like that. It was me and my good lady wife. Me and my good lady wife had been together about a year at this point. And I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't go. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the Catholic bit in me. Because there is that bit with the Catholicism thing. Anyone that is Catholic or raised Catholic will know this. It comes with a heavy dose of guilt. It comes with a heavy dose of you've always been a bad bastard. And everything you do is just trying to make up for the bad bastard that you are kind of thing. So that kind of bit where I was like, I'm going to need to... I can't go, but this is the cat. We all get together and we all mourn, kind of thing. And then I said to my gran, I was like, ah, right, I don't think I'm going to go to this gig tonight. My gran was like, ah, you're, you're being stupid. You're being silly. And he's like, why? And she's like, if your auntie Jean knew that you were going to miss Motorhead because she snuffed it, she'd be fucking raging with you. And I was like, right, okay, I've got to go see Motorhead. So I went to go see Motorhead. Uh, and I had a couple of Jack Daniels for my Auntie Jean because she's the first person that ever fed well, she's dead now so she can't get into trouble for this but she's the first person that ever fed me Jack Daniels so she is at the tender age of I'd have been 13 I think I'd have been 13 my Uncle Paul had a Playstation before anyone else had a Playstation he always had the the consoles before anyone else had the consoles so he had a Playstation and it was like a new, it might have been New Year or it might have been somebody's birthday and I was round at their house and my auntie Jean was like, are we upstairs and play the PlayStation? I was like, fucking yes. <laughs> fucking yes. So I went up the stairs and was playing the PlayStation. And my auntie Jean came up and she's like, yeah, do you want a wee drink, son? I was like, I'll take a juice or whatever. And she was like, do you want something else? There's Jack Daniels down the stairs. Do you want a Jack Daniels? And I was like, I'll have a fucking, I'll have a fucking Jack Daniels. I think I'm about ready. I think I'm about ready for fucking Jack Daniels. So she went down and she poured me a Jack Daniels and she came back up the stairs and I sat and drank this. Jack and Coke while I fucking played the PlayStation. So then about an hour goes by or whatever and she comes up again. She's about another one. So she came, I don't know how many times she came up, but by the end of the night, I remember walking home with my mum and her talking to me and me going, so this is what being pished feels like. <laughs> and I just remember trying to pretend that I was, I was sober. I don't think she gave me much. I don't, I don't think she plowed me for a, li a litre of Jack Daniels. I don't think she done that. But she she gave me enough where I got a dunt. Do you know what I mean? And that so that was the first time I'd ever kind of drank. Was it? I think it was. I drank fucking loads after that. But like that was the that was the, I think that was the first time. And it was playing the PlayStation at my auntie's house. So I when my auntie Jean died, that's when I'd started to realise I'm not a Catholic anymore because at the funeral, sorry, I'm all tangled. I need to do something about these cables, man. I, I, I broke my internet just trying to set this thing up now because I've got that much shit. The the Catholic thing, I was in the chapel and I got into the chapel and the big, the guy, priest guy started talking. I can't remember the name of the priest. I can't remember the priest. They all just kind of turned into the same person. Do you know what I mean? It's the same stories all the time. I've never been... And a priest has told me a story. In fact, there was one time a priest had me in stitches, but I'll tell you that in a second. The man, when the guy started talking, when he started doing the routine, because that's what it is at the end of the day, it's a routine. So when he was doing his, he was doing his set, right? Ah, he said something, and straight away I'd done the answer back. Also be you with you or whatever it was, and then he done something else. The next thing I know, I'm down on my fucking knees. I'm down on my knees. 
And my good lady wife, who wasn't my good lady wife at the time, we were living in sin, had elbowed me in the ribs. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, oh, fuck, I, Jesus Christ, that was quick. That fucking de-escalated quickly. Sort of thing. And that, that it just was, it was just programmed. Just programmed into you to do this stuff. But that, when I got to that kind of age, I'd started to question my belief in God a long time before that. In fact, it was my good friend Stevie that done it to me. Because I, I, it's not that it's not that I don't believe in God, right? I can't believe this is what we're fucking talking. This is what happens when I go to funerals. It's not that I don't believe in God, right? Well, it is that. I don't believe in God. I, I think it's the wrong word for it. I think that we are all connected in some way, shape and form. Everything, every living thing that exists at this moment in space and time is connected in some way, shape or form, even if it's just the ludicrous notion of coincidence. Even if it's just that, that's enough to go, maybe we should fucking not be assholes to each other. Maybe we should just be nice to each other because it's ludicrous to think of the maths behind all that shit. So God's the wrong word for it. I just feel like, I, I started to question it, but my mate Stevie was like that to me. Um, I start, I don't know why we're, we're Stephen, and we're out the, out the back door at my mum's house talking. And uh, I said something about believing in God and he was like, no, you don't. I was like, I do believe in God. And he was like, no, you don't. Come on, you fuck. No, you don't. He's <laughs> like, I fucking do. I fucking do believe in God. And he's like, listen to yourself. Listen to what you're saying here. Think of all the other stuff that you do and all the stuff we talk about and the space thing and all the other shit and all that. And you're telling me that you believe in God. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, maybe I don't. But I don't think that not believing God is a bad thing. Now people like, they get fucking, people get really offended when you say stuff like that. I can't believe you're saying this, but it's not that I don't believe. It doesn't mean just because I don't believe in God, I want to murder everybody and fucking just live a life of absolute fucking horror. I, I just, I think it's the wrong word. And I certainly don't think that me kneeling down in a big church is the best way for me to, live a, a a holy and moralistic life that's what i'm saying you believe in god that's absolutely fine i am fine with you believing in god but i, I don't sorry I, i'm sure we, there's another other stuff we agree in agree on i'm sure there is but it might not be that holy fuck man where is this going jesus christ in a bicycle this is descending into fucking chaos let me take a drink of coffee that's the perfect temperature it's the perfect tape. There's probably a bit too much coffee in that though because it's a bit thick. Let's get a bit of the gravy. A bit of a gravy texture. I'll be picking bits of that out of my teeth later. So I, what else is that? I've been at a few funerals. I remember when my... So see when my grand died. See when my grand died. Fucking hell, I can't believe I'm telling you this. When my grand died, I, well, before she was dead, I, um... They'd think this is funny, by the way. Like, they would... Especially my granda. My granda would think this is hilarious like talking about death and stuff because he all my family's kind of has a bit of the morbid bit about them they've got a bit of the morbids right but I've also got a fucking there's there's some funny stuff's happened and they're, they're, all the morbid stuff the there's always a wee bit of a, 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 there's always something funny at the end of it it's like they, they lull you into this false sense of security with this horrible morbid we're all going to die and we're all bad bastards and then they hit you with a, just a great bit of patter. Just a great, a knife edge right at the end of it. So when my, my, my grand was dying, 
which was horrible. There was nothing nice about that, by the way. There was nothing nice about it when my when my grand died, right? But um, when she was in the hospital, I shaved a mohawk into my hair and dyed it pink. So I did. I had, I, it must have been like a foot tall mohawk at this point, and I'd proper bicked it at the side. And I'd just done it because I thought she'd think it was funny. Because one day I had a normal haircut, and then the next day I turned up and I had this fucking bright pink mohawk. And I just remember going, oh, for God's sake, son, what have you, what have you done to your head? You'll not get a job with a haircut like that kind of thing. And then she didn't last too long after that. It was really quick. It was a really quick thing. Uh, I would like to say it was painless, but it, it wasn't. It, but it but it was really quick. So I still had the haircut at the funeral. I still had the haircut, and I was going to wear the mohawk to the funeral. And my mum's like, ah, "You can't do that, son. You can't have a mohawk at a funeral." And I was like, "How the fuck can I not have a mohawk at a funeral? Are they going to stop? It's my fucking gran. It's my gran. Are they going to are they going to say you're not allowed in because of your haircut? It's all about forgiveness. The big man that's been nailed to the tree forgives every." Everybody And they're not going to let me in Because I've got a fucking mohawk Pish mum You're talking shit. But anyway She was having kittens About the fact that I'd had this Had this ludicrous haircut So I had she, but, So she made me shave it off But she told me I wasn't allowed to shave The whole thing off Like I had to keep a bit of hair I had to keep a wee bit of hair Because apparently If I had no hair If I shaved all my hair off I'd have been a bad bastard And, a, and, a, and it would have been a Disrespectful if I, if I had no hair but I could be bald. Do you know what I mean? I could naturally be bald, but I couldn't shave it all off because you're being disrespectful. That's the other thing. And then they made me wear a tie. They made me wear a tie, and I was like, I don't why wear a fucking tie. And they, they made me wear a tie. I did wear the tie. I felt that might have been a bit disrespectful. The haircut, I think, is nonsense. Because like, I think you need a laugh at these things. I think when people die, you need you need a laugh, right? But I'll tell you this, this is a true story. This actually, actually fucking happened, right? So when my gran was dying, when she was on her deathbed, when she was actually on the road out of this mortal coil, right? Lot of laughs this week, folks. Lot of laughs this week. I know, I know, you're probably thinking, I've had a shit week so far. I can't wait to put on this Confessions, confessions of a Walrus, Jason Malarkey. Get a good laugh. Get a good laugh with a guy with a funny name. But see when my gran was dying, right? When my gran was dying, she she became lucid for like 10 minutes. Like 10 minutes, she just fucking opened her eyes and just started talking to everybody in the room, right? And everyone was tears and snorters. Like, everyone was tears and snorters. And it was hard to get a joke at that. that. It was really hard to get a joke because there was a few times I made jokes and folk were like, stop doing that, it's not funny. I was like, I know it's not fucking funny. I know it's not funny, right? But it's fucking hell, man. Like, we can either sit here... Because my grand made it to a ripe old age. That's the thing. I get that funerals are fucking bad. People dying isn't isn't great. But see if you fucking get a good fucking run at it and you've got to do all the things you want to do and you've got to see your family grow up. And my grand, my grand get to see her great-grandchildren. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're going to go one time. And I'd rather go then than some fucking horrible, tragic thing. No pun intended. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, see, when I go, like, see, when I go, I want to be, like, 92, falling off a fucking ladder because I'm trying to write my name on an underpass. Like, that's how I want to go. I'm fucking dying in my sleep, pish. I want to fucking go. And then I want fired out a cannon. That's the other thing I want. I want to go like Hunter S. Thompson. I want them to put my ashes in a cannon and fucking fire him into space. That's... <laughs> 
That's what I want. I want to fall off a ladder, vandalising things, and I want fucking shot into space. You heard it here first. That's what I want. I don't know how you're going to fucking fund the thing, because I'm skint, but that's what I want. And uh, so my gran was lucid for 10 minutes. She was te 10 minutes, was lucid, and was talking to us all and stuff. And she said to my grander, my grander, so it was Helen and Tom. My gran's Helen, and my grander's Tom. And my gran said to my, my grander, she's like, don't worry about it, Tom. I'll see you in a couple of years. And my grander took that as gospel truth. My grander took that as I've got two fucking years left, right? And and I kept taking the piss out and for it. I kept taking the piss out and for it. I kept going like, you need to fucking hurry up and get that done because you've only got, you've fucking actually, 18 months you've got left, big man, 18 months. And I just kept going, right? And it got to the point, it was his birthday and I bought him a tube of super glue and just shit he could use about the house, right? And I gave him, in the card, I wrote, you can use this super glue to fix your glasses so you can see the reaper coming because you've only got a couple of weeks left, right? <laughs> and the next day he died. The next day he <laughs> The next fucking day, man. The next day, that's it. And I, and I ripped the piss out him for two fucking years. Two solid years I, I, I ripped a hole at him. Saying, ah, you've not got long now, that'll be you, fucking two years, because he believed it, he totally believed it, but he spent those last two years getting everything in order, put the whole thing in order, there's a wee fly, I wonder if that's my granda came back to say, don't fucking say that, you bastard, the, oh fuck, it's going up my nose, jeez, it might be, fuck, <laughs> so the, what the fuck was I talking about, oh aye, my granda dying, so he died, it wasn't the next day, right, sorry to spoil the fucking story, it wasn't the next day, but it was like the next week, it was like the next week, that's what happened. But my granny said to him, you've got two weeks left. And at his funeral, right, I didn't have a, I didn't have a, a mohawk at his funeral, but in the car park, I was in the car park, we were getting ready to go uh, to, where, where were we? We were at the place, because you know you need to set up all the sandwiches for the people, you set up all that stuff for folk coming back so everybody can get together. And that's where the jokes kind of happen. That's where all the jokes happen when I go to funerals, is the, is the bit after it. Is the shindig after it. So we, we were setting all that sort of stuff up and I was putting stuff in the back of the car. So my sister and my good lady wife were in the car with my mum. And then while I'm trying to get in the car, my mum just assumes that I'm already in the car and she runs over my foot. She drives over my foot in the car park, right? But she, she realised she was driving over my foot when she felt the car go up. So while she was on my foot, she stopped the car to get out to help me. And I was like, ah, fucking get back in the car. <laughs> get back in the car and fucking drive forward. And see if you, you genuinely want to help right now. Get back in the car and drive forward. So, so it was. So that was the joke for the rest of the day. That was the joke for the rest of the day was the fact that she'd ran over my foot at my granddad's funeral. Do you know what I mean? And that was it. That was it. That feels like I didn't even take a breath there. That feels as if I just properly, properly went on one about the funeral thing. Because they are heavy. There's nothing nice about them. There's nothing nice about them. But I do think that when you get... You know what I mean? If you got a good innings and you got to do the things you want to do and you got to see your family do grow up and all that sort of stuff, you're going to go eventually. You're going to go eventually. So I just don't see the dressed in black thing as being good. I just don't... I, don't, I, I understand it, but it feels a bit kind of... It just feels a bit... Like a tradition that people have done so long that 
no one really questions it anymore. You dress in black and you mourn. And that might work for some people. I get that. That's the thing as well. There seems to be this thing with society in general where it's one size fits all. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's it. Well, the way that you need to deal with the fact that someone's died is you dress in black and you turn up and you be sad and we sing hymns about God and that sort of stuff and we sing about the eternal life and no one's really dead and all this sort of stuff. And there's a bit of me that's like, that just pure doesn't work for me. It just doesn't work for me at all. The, what, there's a couple of... I, I have been at a couple of funerals when it has been bright colours and there has been a difference. There has been a definite feeling. And the, and the sad thing is, when it's the funerals where people bright, uh, wear bright colours, they're, they're, they're the tragic deaths. They're the ones where people are gone before they get their full whack. Do you know what I mean? Whereas I think it... it it should probably be the other way about. If anything, it should probably be the way about. If you if you make it to the grand old age of 92 and you die because you fell off a ladder because you're writing your name in an underpass, don't dress in black, man. Don't dress up in black. What to do is turn up with old clothes. Turn up with old clothes and overalls. And on the way out, go and write your name in an underpass. That's how you... Do you know what I mean? That's how you got to do a bit of living for the people that aren't here anymore. Kind of thing. I'd done that a wee while ago. A wee while ago, I, there was... Th three people died in the space of a week that I know. And all of them were under horrible circumstances. All of them. There wasn't one of them that was like, oh, that's good to get a good innings. It was, all of them were fucking horrid. So I went out with a couple of beers and I wrote my name on a wall. That That's what I'd done. And I just blasted the tunes... I fucking wrote my name up, I enjoyed my beers, I poured, I, I, I poured a wee bit every time I took a drink, because my granda kind of showed me that, my granda kind of showed me that thing, that's another, I don't know if it's just a Scottish thing, but that thing where like, you, you take it, because by the end of it, it became a fucking hazard, so it did, because my granda was going to the cemetery, he would go to the cemetery every new year, with a bottle of whiskey, and he would pour one out for... He would go around and visit everyone and he would pour one out for the people that weren't here and he'd take one himself. But the older he got, the more folk died. The older he got, the more folk died. So by the end up, he was sinking the bottle of whiskey and he was rattled. He, just, he was absolutely smeaking by the end up because everybody was dead by that point. That's what happens when you get older. More folk fucking die. So when uh, uh, to begin with, he was only going up for one or two and then by the end of the day, it was a fucking full, a full night. At 10 o'clock in the morning, shift to 10 o'clock at night, kind of thing going round everyone. So I just, I went out and I done that, I painted a wee bit and I poured a wee bit of thingy, do you know what I mean? Because I think you kind of need to sort, you kind of need to sort the way that works for you, I think, I think, but I, I don't know man, I don't even know how I kind of got onto this thing, because it's, it's, it, it, it's just think it's mad that when it's the, when it's the, the, the people that die before their time, everybody dresses different. But when it's older folk, folk that got a full winning, it's like everybody dresses in black. It just feels a bit backwards. It feels as if it should be the other way about. We should be celebrating the fact that someone got fucking 76 years or someone got 80 years or someone got 90 years. Like, we should be celebrating that. Like, fucking well done, mate. Well fucking well in. Fucking 90 years kicking ass and taking names, son. Fucking right, but that's the way we should be doing it, I think. But it just, it feels, it's just a bit old. It's just a bit old-fashioned, I think. 
I was at a funeral one time, right? This was fucking grim, by the way. I was at a funeral one time, and the the, the it was a the priest basically used the 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 funeral as a as a as a as an hour long lecture about how we were all bastards. That that's what it was. They totally missed the fucking point of why we were all there in the first place. But he, they spent that that whole time. It wasn't a priest. I don't know the names of them all. Now they've all got different names, but they all kind of do the same thing. Now they've all got, like, they've all got different names, but they do, they, they all kind of sit, they've all got the same line manager. Do you know what I mean? Like, they've all got the same line manager and then the CEO sits in the fucking cloud. Like, that's how it works. This guy, I, I fucking just went, and I, I, I just went for it, telling us how, how bad bastards we were, kind of thing. And I, and I was, I struggled. There was a point where I had to sit in my hands because I was like, I'm going to fucking say something to this guy. Like, I'm, I, And then what am I going to be? I'm going to be the guy that gets up at the funeral and has a fucking go at the clergyman. Listen, prick. <laughs> fucking sit down. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to do that. You don't want to be that guy. Fucking hell. Talk about ruining it for everybody. Like, that's that's it. That's not what the way to do. But I want fired out a cannon like Hunter S. Thompson. That's what actually happened with Hunter S. Thompson. Hunter S. Thompson... Was fired out. I don't know the actual size, but like a fifty-foot cannon, and at the top of the cannon, at the whole the whole shaft, the shaft of the cannon would have been blue and white stripes, and the top of the cannon was a red fist with two thumbs, the Gonzo fist, and his and his ashes were fired into space, and Johnny Depp paid for it. Johnny Depp paid for that to happen with Hunter S. Thompson. And I remember when I heard that, I was like, "That's how it go, man." That's how it go. It's just fucking keep, just kick boss as often as you can and then rock it to the moon. That's, that's it. Whereas when I was younger, I had this terrible a habit, a terrible habit of saying things like, I'll be dead before I'm 27. That was fucking, see, looking back now, man, that was horrible. But I used to say that shit when I was like really young. Like when I was young, I didn't really understand it. I didn't understand the whole thing, but I was obsessed with Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix and Kurt Cobain and Janis Joplin and Robert Johnson and all the people that died at 27. I was obsessed with that. And now I'm like, no, man, like you fucking should be here and you should be just doing what you fucking want to do within reason, as long as you're not bringing pain and suffering to someone else intentionally. Sometimes you'll do things and you'll hurt people without realising you're doing it. Sometimes you'll write your name in something that somebody thinks you shouldn't write your name on. But at the end of the day, if you think you're writing your name for the right reasons, fucking keep writing your name, man. Keep writing your name. But the, the uh, that's now I'm like that. Not as much of that as you can get. Squeeze as much of the fucking good stuff out of it as you've got. I just fucking wring it dry, and then, then go. Do you know what I mean? That's how you. That's how you should. If you get the chance. If you get the option to do it, that should be it. And we should celebrate the people that got the option. Like The Wire. You ever seen The Wire? Seeing The Wire, right? Fucking great TV series. It is up there. It was it was named the worst thing to ever happen on television because The Wire made everything else look shit. That's how good The Wire is, right? So in my humble opinion, in my humble opinion, I don't even think you can put them into three. I don't, I don't even think you can leak these, right? But it would be The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, The Wire. That would that would be it, right? 
But in the wire, when a police officer dies, they take the the last night they go drinking with the boys. That's what happens. So when a police officer dies, they take them out to the to the pub, to the Irish pub, and they put them they put them on the the pool table, and they all drink whiskey while the Pogues plays in the background. And I remember watching that and going, ah, that's not that I want you to put my carcass on a pool table, but but the same. The same sort of fucking thing. So you should celebrate the fact that they fucking got it, man. Know what I mean? But I was at a funeral. <laughs> I was at a funeral. Um, yeah, I don't even know what else to say about it. I, I really don't even know what else to say about it. I, I just that's that that's it. Fuck it. I'm, I, I, do you know what I mean? Like that's that's all you can really say about the whole thing it's been a while since I've been to one. Oh, I did that was that was the other thing I, I, I've been there was times I went to these drive-in fucking funerals see during the COVID thing but it was like it was like a fucking drive-through it was like a drive-through funeral where you're kind of just turning up and you're looking in your car and everybody's mourning in their car kind of thing and then fucking driving back out and getting chicken nuggets on the way out the door do you know what I mean that's what it fucking felt like at least it wasn't one of them at least it wasn't one of them, because they were fucking grim, man. I mean, if anybody... How could you make this worse for people? That's almost like what they fucking said, wasn't it? It was like, how could you make... I mean, their fucking funerals are bad as they are, right? We get everybody dresses in black. How the fuck could we make this worse? Make them sit in their cars. Make them sit in their cars and watch it on a delayed fucking TV screen. Do you know what I mean? Because because it, it was the you can because they've got the, the place where I was at the funeral. They do live streams. They live stream the funeral. So there will if there there probably will be some sad fucker out there who just watches funerals all day every day, just live streaming these like it's the fucking football. Do you know what I mean? Like that's what it'd be like. But they they were fucking grim. At least it wasn't like that. At least it wasn't like that. It was just it was a it was a normal it was a normal funeral. Where everybody dresses in black and stuff and sings hymns. That's the uh, the hymn thing's another one. The hymn thing's another one. Because they're not happy. See if there's something that's supposed to be uplifting and like, and supposed to make you feel great and all that. Fucking folk drag their feet through these songs, don't they? They drag their fucking feet through those songs. And see that, that I've been at a couple now back in the church and that with us they actually play other people singing the hymn so they've recorded other people singing the hymn and they play that on the fucking backing track so you don't need to sing and it's like what the fuck is this <laughs> what the fuck is this like there's like a thousand people singing in this choir and I'm looking about the room and there's 12 folk and I'm like that's not us hate to fucking break it to you but that ain't us we ain't singing that it's fucking madness anyway let's just leave it there before I delve too too deeper into the wormhole but there we go episode don't know the number but this one's all about death this one's all about death so you can spend the rest of your day while you're driving your car or you're cleaning your house or wherever you choose to listen to podcasts you can question your own mortality <laughs> save for the knowledge that one day I'll be fired out of a fucking cannon. If it all goes, if it all goes to plan, I will rocket my ashes into the fucking atmosphere. That's the plan. That's <laughs> that's the plan.
That would be hilarious. That would be fucking... That's how to go, man. Anyway, that's it. That's me. I'm done. I'm done. I just knew I had to get something out. I knew I had to get something. As soon as Mars sat in that seat, I was like, oh, this is making me feel sad. Because the person's funeral I was at, I, I, it was my uncle. I loved him. Do you know what I mean? I remember him going... I was at part... No, I was talking about Auntie Jean, my Uncle Gowney and all that sort of stuff. It was my Uncle Dick. I was at my Uncle Dick's. I remember my Uncle Dick telling us all these stories and drinking whiskey in the couch and fucking just being funny and singing songs. And do you know what I mean? That's what I remember. I do you know what I mean? That's the bit I, I, that's the bit I try and focus on. The same when like, my, my granda passed. I remember my... Oh, fuck. I don't even know if I should be telling you this. If my mum's listening to this, she'll be like, oh, for, for God's sake, son, can you stop talking about it? The fucking... When my granda died, he died in his house... Right, and I get a phone. See, when I get the phone call, I get a phone call, and I was up a fucking hill in Fairly Moors with my two boys. My good lady wife was working, and I took the two of them up Fairly Moors. We're just like, fuck it, we'll go exploring. That's what we will do today. And there was a someone built a rope swing. And when I say a rope swing, I use that fucking term loosely because it was it was and it's rode out this fucking rope swing. It was like that blue rope you get. It wasn't like a good. Boat rope or something. I don't know. Different. Sorry, I'm burping again. I'm bur- I, I, I blamed it in the energy drinks. It just doesn't matter. Do you know what it is? It's all the air going out this way when I'm talking and then try to get coffee in so I can keep fucking talking. The... What the fuck was I saying? I don't know ropes or knots. I don't know any of these things. But I was on this hill and my eldest was wanting a shot of this swing and my youngest was falling down the hill. So I was holding... My eldest on this fucking rope swing, right? His arse on a twig. Someone just tied a twig <laughs> with blue rope. And I'm holding him, making sure he doesn't fall off this hill. And then the, my, the, my, my youngest is sliding down the hill. So I've got him by the hood, right? I've got him by the hood. And my phone starts going. So I've fucking pulled him up and got him to the point where he can sit his arse down and get my phone out. And on the phone, the other end of the phone call, he's like, your grand has just died. I was like, fucking hell, right? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, I was like, I'll need to phone you back. I'll need to phone you back. And I'm, I get the boys down and I threw them in the fucking back of the car. And, and that's when I, 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 I finished the phone call about what had happened. But Mike, so he died in the house. And when we went in, there was people there. My auntie was there and my mum my, my was there, obviously. And, and she was like, do you want to see him? And I was like, no, no, I don't. I don't want to see him. Like, I'm fine sitting here. I don't want to see him. I don't, I, do you know what I mean? I don't want the last picture I have. If I can help it. If I can help it, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want that. I'd much rather remember him opening the super going, going, what the fuck's this? <laughs> I'd much rather remember that than fucking... Do you know what I mean? Anyway, I think I've tried to fucking end this four times. I feel like I've done a lot of swearing. I feel like I've done a lot of swearing. It's probably because I've held it held it back. I've held in that bit in the car park when I was talking to people. Because I, cause I, it's not really the place you want to do it. You don't really want to be in there going... Core blimey fucking bastard. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't really want to be doing that in the car park. So I feel like I've been swearing quite a lot. I'm going to try and calm that down and I'm going to try and stop speaking so fastly, so fast, slow that bit down a bit and take some time to think about what the next thing's going to be. But anyway, let's just finish this here. Now I'm going to finish this, right? So thank you very much for your time because it's the most important thing you've got because one day someone will be taking the piss out your funeral on a podcast and I I don't know what else I say now, and I'll catch you next time on Confessions of a Walrus Chaser.